Welcome to Becoming Limitless. This is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to optimize their brain and their body with biohacking. I'm going to teach you how to eliminate brain fog and upgrade your health so you can have more productivity, energy, and growth in your business. I'm your host, Tanessa Shears. Let's jump in. Welcome back to the Becoming Limitless podcast. Today's episode is a juicy one, especially if you are battling feelings of just feeling tired or your nervous system is on edge, or maybe you're using the word burnout lately, or you're just thinking like, gosh, this just does not feel good the way I'm living my life right now. We are going to be talking about how I have implemented nervous system reset days in my week to really help me feel clear and focused and to go into my week feeling ready. Or maybe this is a tip that you take and apply midweek to help you kind of reboot if you find that you're just not feeling the energy you would like in your business. So this episode is going to be your permission to rest and of course how to do it. And I have had this conversation with so many clients over the years about like needing to feel productive and feeling guilty and beating ourselves up about taking time off and, you know, just giving ourselves days with nothing intentional to do. And I'm definitely going to talk about that too. So if you are one of those people that always feels guilty giving yourself downtime or rest time, we are going to talk all about that. But I want you to think right from the get-go of this episode, this is your permission to rest. Now, I really am not anti-hustle. And I know that if we look out into the landscape on Instagram and everything right now, there's a really big movement of this like anti-hustle culture. But I think what the problem is, is it's not that hustle is bad. It's just that there's no contrast. So it all becomes hustle and it becomes very exhausting. Well, I love the feeling of hustling and working hard and grinding while I'm working, but I like intense contrast to that, luxurious amounts of time to nap and to read and to sleep, right? So I love the hustle, but I also like the rest. And I think that that's kind of where we go wrong here and we start losing ourselves in this just constant perpetual, like leaning in forward human doing energy. And we just don't know how to contrast that with rest. And so I came up with this concept called a nervous system reset day. And I'm going to tell you all about how to do it and what I do and what you can do to have your own day just like this. So this was a strategy that I developed completely out of necessity. I noticed it was about a month or so ago. I kept finding that by the time I got to around noon or one in my business, and now keep in mind, I get up around 5.30, I start work at six, I have a morning work block, I have some time with my family, and then I work again. So if you start your work around eight, this might be around that three or 4 p.m. slump time for you. But I was noticing that by the end of that day, I was feeling anxious, a little like on edge. My nervous system felt shot. Like I definitely feel like I needed a break. So this might be, like I said, around that end of day work period. So I looked at my work schedule first and I was like, what's going on? I'm working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They were long 10 to 12 hour days, but I was getting Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And I was like, hmm, this isn't working. So the first thing I did was looked at my work schedule and asked, what can I change? So what I ended up doing was I now work Sunday, Monday, I take Tuesday primarily off and then I worked Wednesday, Thursday, and I had Friday, Saturday off and that worked and it helped a little bit. Um, but what I noticed is it still wasn't changing it the way I like, like I didn't, I don't like feeling anxious 
or that feeling of kind of like that overwhelm, that the it just when is the end, that kind of feeling, right? So throughout the month of September, I actually celebrated the second largest month revenue-wise in my business. It was a multi-five-figure month. I was jazzed, so excited, onboarding new clients. And because of that, like that massive influx, there were a lot of schedule changes, right? I have new clients that I'm meeting with, I'm booking extra consultations, I'm spending time onboarding them. And I remember it was the end of my week, my new work week, Thursday night. I got off work around one o'clock and I was on edge because I'd also spent the whole day thinking big with my business coach. I was like, okay, now that I'm fully booked, like what is next? What what needs to be developed so that I can continue helping people even if my one-on-ones right now are fully booked? And I was planning the next big expansion in my business. And it's so fun. I have a group of girlfriends and we got together. And I don't know if you have read Alex Hormozzi's book, $100 Million Offers. If you are a business owner, you have to read this book. It is brilliant. And I'm using the framework in that to develop actually something new that'll be coming in 2023. And so anyways, I'm meeting with this group. I'm writing all these ideas down and I was like, okay, this is great. And I left for grocery shopping that night just after my girls got up from their naps at 4.05 and I left to go to the grocery store, but we hit a train. Now we live in an area where there are lots of trains crossing roads and we happened to catch one of those right about after we left. Now, during this time, I was also fried from work and I found that the screaming baby in the back seat was starting to grate on my nerves in a new way. And I was like, I can feel the ang, like it's almost like an angry tension rising. And we were stuck at a train and for some reason, my baby right now only is happy if the car is moving and if we stop the car from moving, she screams while you sit at a train for 20 minutes. It was grating on my nervous system. So we pulled over to feed her. And I kid you not, we left to go and we got stuck at another train. It took us an hour and 15 minutes to get to the grocery store, which is usually only 15 minutes away. I literally, I couldn't even, by the time I got there, we did our hour and a half of grocery shopping at two different stores. We didn't get home till seven, late dinner. That meant it ran into my sleep. I could feel my nervous system was shot and fried. You know those days where just like everything kind of goes sideways, not as smooth. And all of a sudden you're just like, that's it. I, I can't right now. And that was what I felt like. And what does this feel like for you, right? Is it when you're on edge? Do you get really grumpy? Do you get angry? Do you just start crying? I mean, sometimes that's what I do. I'm not going to lie. I've sat at a train before for 20 minutes. This was while I was pregnant with this, you know, with a crying toddler in the back and just cried. I was like, this is too much. I, I, my nervous system can't handle this. It almost feels like sometimes maybe your thoughts are really fast or your breathing is really shallow or maybe it's you're just breathing really fast. I feel for me like it's I have this buildup of energy like I can't but I can't move. It's weird. I often describe it as like there are two things I want to do in those moments. I either want to burst into tears or I want to sprint. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is fight or flight, isn't it though?" Like you sit there and you fight, which I am imagine would be like the sprinting and the fighting or you burst into tears, right? That's flight. And I was just like, this feels terrible. So I went into sleep that night and like I told you, I ate dinner late. We got, we didn't get to go for our evening walk. Everything just was 
crazy and I had nightmares all night. I woke up, I was being chased by dinosaurs. And this is the second dream I'd had that week where I was being hunted by an animal. It was bears the first time. It took a while to get back to sleep. And as soon as I did, my baby woke me up. I tossed and turned. You know when you get those awful sleeps that follow a night like that. I came downstairs. I was just like, I'm just going to read. And I came down around 4 a.m. way too early, didn't get enough sleep. And I checked a score on my, my aura ring. And it told me that my stress levels, my HRV was 66, which is very low for me. And I was like, Ooh, I don't like that number. My body is under stress. This is the day that I developed my nervous system reset day. I was like, my nervous system, it needs something to really just like reboot from the ground up. So what is a reset day? It is a day designed to be a human being. So if you've listened to episode 56 of the podcast, it was just a couple of weeks ago. It was called most entrepreneurs are stuck in this trap of being a human doing versus a human being. And I talk about a human doing being when we're in our business and we're doing, we're answering emails, we're doing calls, we're responding to clients, we're on the socials, we're posting, we're responding to DMs. And then we get home and we have to take care of the kids and make the dinner and go for the walk and get the bed. Like it's do, do, do. It's all a checklist of items that you have to run through. And it's just really just just grinding it out. That's human doing. And then human being is when we're just feeling and being present and connected, right? And this reset day that I have designed is a day to be a human being, to feel your what is going on in your body, to allow your energy to reset. It's a day focused on engaging the parasympathetic Para, sorry, parasympathetic activity and rebalance your nervous system and your hormones. So if you know about your nervous system, it's divided into two branches, your sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight. You guys have all heard about that. Cortisol is high. Adrenaline is high. You're more likely to be overwhelmed and you're really alert and you're focused. And then there is your parasympathetic branch of your nervous system, which is rest, digest, relaxed, feel, be, right? So the day was designed to engage that rest and relaxation. It is designed to help bring my nervous system back into balance because I have feel, I was feeling way too far into fight or flight. Now, here is the key that you need to hear. This nervous system reset day should be done proactively, not reactively. Now, if you're in fight or flight or burnout right now, yes, definitely do it reactively. And I define reactively as like, I'm already in burnout or fight or flight. This is something I need to do to get back to neutral. But I am now that I I feel like I have a good grounding and my nervous system is reset. This is something that I am doing proactively so that I do not get to that point of feeling anxious and like my nervous system is fried. So I am actually doing two to three of these nervous system reset days per week. Now they're not full days, but I do do them in very short blocks. Like I'll take two hours here and an hour here and three hours here just to focus on getting me back in control. So we need to identify where you need to set the threshold for these proactive reset days, right? And you just need to, everyone's going to be different. You need to understand like, what is the feeling I get in my body? What am I thinking? How are my, how's my energy? How's my sleep? How am I generally as a person when I've passed the point of being proactive and it is now reactive? Like I have to like, ooh, pull it back. I'm way out of control. That is too far. We want to find that point where we're just starting to see the signs of like, okay, I noticed 
noticed I'm feeling a little more on edge than usual or I'm not feeling as calm as usual, this is when I need a proactive day. So we really need to start identifying that. And I feel like that's a step two. So step one is just doing this reset day to bring you back into balance or we'll call it ground zero into neutral. Your second step once you have done that is to start experiencing your life and identifying when you need to have a proactive rest day or a reset day because you are not feeling the way you want to feel or you know you have a really busy week coming up and you need to go into it feeling clear. So those are the two things I want you to identify and we need to start with proactively planning that day. So here are some things when we're actually looking at what is going into this rest day Here's some questions I want you to ask, because if you're just like, I have no idea what to do with my time. If you tell me I have to, to rest, what do you mean? Can't I work on my business? Like, can't I organize my closet? These are ones I get all the time, but I really want you to ask yourself these things. One, what really relaxes you? Like, what makes you feel relaxed? Not what you think I should be doing so that I can feel relaxed. Like, what in the history of things that you've done actually relaxes you? Second question, what do you enjoy doing? Like what really fulfills your, or fills your cup, fulfills your soul, whatever you want to call it. What do you have fun doing? Question three, what gives you that super present, like for me, warm in my stomach, like I love my life feeling. You have to identify that. If something doesn't pop into your head right away, it might be a great cue to start spending some time noticing that. And can I, can I tell you what mine is? I like going on to Spotify and I type in like classical, um, coffee shop guitar music. So something you'd like here in a warm, cozy coffee shop. I like putting that on first thing in the morning and then my girls wake up and come down and we all have breakfast together. And that music just makes me, it gives me a feeling of being present with my girls. That's just like, oh, I have such a great life. And you have to accumulate those things. You have to know what they are and you have to seek them out. And then you have to pay attention when they happen, right? Not just seek them out and then be distracted the whole time. But like, I love sitting there and it, I feel cozy. Got a cup of coffee in my hands. My girls are there. I'm asking them how their sleep was. Like, it is such a good feeling, right? I want you to start identifying some of those for you because these are great things to incorporate in your nervous system reset day. Another question, and I think we kind of touched on this, but what would be fun? Like genuinely fun. When's the last time you've had fun, right? Oh, what would feel really good? What would be restorative or refreshing or calming or centering? Like these are all feelings that I like to come out of my nervous system reset day having, right? I want to feel calm and present and connected and centered and restored. Like that is my essence as a human being. And it feels so good. So I go through my life and ask what has given me these things in the past. And if you don't have things that have done that, that's okay. What I want you to look at is what might create that. And then you try that thing and then you see if it worked. And if it doesn't make you feel refreshed or calm or whatever you were aiming for, you just try something new, right? It's that, it's that experimenting and all of it is supposed to be fun, right? That's always what I look for. Now, I'm going to give you a huge caution that I learned early on practicing my nervous system reset day. You need to be on guard with yourself about this thought. But I don't mind working on my business 
It's fun. Working is fun. I love my business. And I get that and I hear you loud and clear. I love my business. And to be quite honest, like if you were to give me an empty day, if you asked me what I would want to do with that day, I'd probably honestly want to work on my business. I'd want to come up with podcast ideas. I might want to create some new content. I'd probably want to work on the secret project that I have coming for 2023. Like these are all things that excite me and feel really fun. But here's the question I have to ask for you. Did you build a business just to work on your business all the time? There is absolutely nothing wrong with loving your business. I get that. But what I find, and especially with the entrepreneurial clients that I work with, is that our fun time just ends up being a fun version of work time. And we never really escape that feeling of just constantly being in the business instead of enjoying our actual life. Like here's another question I ask, like what did you build your business to allow you to actually do? We didn't build it to just work in our business. Like for me, when I built my own business and actually more of the evolution of how I've built my business is I want to be able to spend leisurely time watching my girls grow up and also have a successful business. But if I am always in my business, I will miss out on the present growth of my little girls, right? Being present with them, enjoying the little things. And I know this is not everyone's thing, but this is what is for me right? I wanted to be able to control my own time. I wanted to be able to take days off to go to the pumpkin patch. I wanted to be able to sleep until the time that I wanted to. And I wanted to be able to go for walks. Like all of these things is why I built my business. So I wanted to control my time. So what could you do with that, right? So what did you want to be able to do with your business? And like I said, I get that works fun. In fact, I found personally, this was the biggest battle that I was have in doing these nervous system reset days. My brain kept telling me, I can't tell you, but work is fun. It's what I like to do. What else am I going to do? I have no hobbies, but I think part of it is acknowledging it's also okay to take care of you when you are not feeling a hundred percent and you know that something needs to change. If those things are true for you, it is okay to do something outside of your business. And, and here's how I'm going to just give you a little um, insight as to what I struggled with when doing my first couple nervous system reset days is I was like, well, I'm going to read. But you know what I picked up for books? I picked up um, a book called $100 Million Offers. I picked up a book called The Nuclear Effect. All these things are about growing your business. So while I was trying to tell myself I was taking time to read and be leisurely about it, I was still working on my business and I was still invested in my growth and thinking and, and where I'm going to be and how I could implement this. And it wasn't allowing me to calm down. And I really need to be honest with myself. And so when I decided on these nervous system reset days or the blocks of time I dedicate to this, there is to be zero business activity. I am not tolerating my brain to think and to plan despite me telling myself that it's fun and I enjoy it. For me personally, it did not give me the relaxation that I have now known to be a product of the reset days when I keep it completely work-free. So watch your brain. If you find that 
a nervous system reset day doesn't work for you, are you still finding yourself engaged in the activities that were causing the feelings that you needed the day for in the first place, right? Like, is it causing the anxiety and the overwhelm or the planning or the future thinking or constantly being invested in your growth? That's another one. I was okay with having a block of time or a day that had nothing to do with me growing. As entrepreneurs, we love to grow, right? How can you have time where it's okay that you don't grow, don't be productive, don't do anything that has an outcome or a result attached to it, right? And this is the other thing I want to really point out to you is I have been working, I find it comes in seasons, right? It comes in busy seasons, but I find that I work a lot with my clients around this idea of guilt around resting or shame around resting or beating ourselves up around resting. And I defined resting as doing time, doing things in our life that do not have a productive value-based outcome, meaning you're not achieving something, accomplishing something, checking something off a list, organizing every minute of your day and filling every minute of your day just to get stuff done, right? And here's what I'll often find is I ask, why do you feel like you need to be productive with every moment of your day? And I'll often have clients tell me like, well, because I was brought up that that is lazy or I just think that that is lazy or I could be doing something more effective with that time, right? I should be doing something different. And I don't want to be judged for doing being lazy and I don't want to be judged by myself most of all, right? And we have this idea that every minute must be productive. And I'm really like, why? Why does every minute have to be productive? And it mostly just comes down to somebody in our life once told us, don't be lazy, get off the couch, go do something. And we've decided to adopt that belief and never even see it as something we can question, right? So I'm going to give you a couple of my my thoughts on kind of how I see enjoying downtime because that is something I have not struggled with personally and this I dug into why don't I experience guilt around my rest time and I'm going to break some of these things down for you and hopefully you can borrow some of these thoughts or at least see a different side to this whole conversation maybe that you haven't perceived before so let's just say you decided your first day was going to be a couple hours sitting on the couch reading right reading fiction reading something fun something light or maybe you were just going to listen to music and browse through a magazine, something like that. And you have this thought, I should be doing something right now. I am so lazy. What a waste of my time. So the feeling that you create in yourself by thinking that and telling yourself that that is true is you feel really guilty. So what do you do when you feel guilty? Well, first you probably beat yourself up for it. Tell yourself you're terrible, you're lazy, no wonder you can't accomplish anything. And then you probably get up and actually go to work on something or you do go to work. You minimize your rest time because you don't like beating yourself up about it and that doesn't feel good either or you just skip it altogether. Maybe you make it productive lazy time. So sometimes what I'll I'll ask clients is like, well, what would feel really restorative? They're like, well, I could clean out my closet and I could organize all my tax stuff and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, is that actually fun? Or is that you trying to be productive with downtime, right? I really want you to be able to see the difference between those. Like, are you cleaning out your closet because it brings you joy and you like the aesthetic of it and it's fun? Or is it because it just seems like something more productive than laying and reading a book, right? 
Other things that might happen with you feeling guilty is you just feel bad the entire time you're there reading. Like I said, you beat yourself up. You get way too stressed out before you take the break. So you procrastinate on it. You push it off, push it off. I don't need it next Friday, next Monday, in a couple days. And all of a sudden you've reached that point where you're now doing reactive self-care because you're drowning in stress or you're taking exceptionally long breaks between the times you're taking care of yourself. And the result is you end up burnt out. You never get that relaxation because you can't enjoy it while you're in it. And what I really want you to recognize is a lot of this came from thoughts that are optional. They don't feel optional now because they're a belief for you. You genuinely believe it's true, but I'm asking you to question, why does it have to be true, right? Like, why do you think you have to do something all of the time because you're telling yourself you're lazy or you're worthless? You know what I mean? Like, what if you just told yourself, like, it's okay. I'm allowed to have rest too. I do not have to be doing something all the time because that is equally true. You could definitely just choose to believe that. So I really want you to watch the conversation you're having with yourself. Now, a second strategy to really help you deal with that is sometimes this feeling of guilt about not being productive with your time comes from it being unplanned time, meaning maybe you finish everything early in your business day, or maybe you put your kids to bed and you have this hour or two to yourself and you tell yourself like, oh, well, maybe this would be a good time to read or do something relaxing, but it's kind of unplanned. And I probably could be where, you know what? I really, I have time. I should work on my business because I have all of this stuff to do. I have this huge list. And and if, if, if I could just get a couple things on this list done, I'm going to feel so much better about myself and I won't feel so stressed out. Yeah. I'm not going to have any downtime. I'm going to work. This is what happens. Or if you are the type of person that's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm just going to, just going to take this rest. You'll sit there feeling guilty the whole time because you'd be like, you should be working. You should be working. You should be more productive with this time. That is one of the pitfalls I find if you have unintentionally planned downtime, meaning it just kind of happens to you. If you do not have the skill set to coach your own thinking, those I should be doing something, I'm lazy thoughts, this is likely what is going to happen. Even if you take your downtime, it won't feel good. You'll feel guilty the whole time. So here is my solution to this. What if you planned to do nothing or nothing productive? (gasps) What if it was planned, intentional time to do nothing? Meaning, I mean, like, how productive is that, right? It kind of marries both of those worlds. Like, what if you planned to read or planned to have a nap? Now, I know that there's a lot of people that really rally against that whole, like, planning. I don't want to plan stuff. That just sounds not fun. Okay, but how is it working for you now? And if what you're doing now isn't working... Be open to the idea that there is something that might work really well. What if you planned to do nothing or planned one of your downtime activities, planned to be unproductive? That way, when you show up in that moment, you cannot feel guilty because you planned nothing on purpose. There's nothing to feel guilty about. This was intentional downtime. So this is a hack that might be able to help you get out of that mindset, right? And there's something I really want you to realize. And if you've listened to this podcast for long, you know that I get up on my soapbox about this, but your health is your priority. 
Without your health, you don't have a business. If you are sick, if you get a genetic or lifestyle disease, your business, I promise you, will not matter. If your health, if you feel brain fog and exhausted and you can't even get through half the stuff you need to in your day, so you're staying up late working, like this is cutting into the experience of your life. Do you really want to feel like this, right? Like for me, my health is important to me because of my kids. Like I want to be a mom that has the energy to play with them and to take them on walks after work. I don't want to just feel like all I have the energy for is to watch TV. Like I want to be a really good example of generational health. And I want to show my kids what it looks like to prioritize my health, not to prioritize excuses right? That's for me, what I find important. I want to hang out with my husband at the end of the day and be able to ask him about his day and be engaged instead of just feeling so tired all the time and like I'm not taking care of myself because I'm burning out. Like I want to be an example of what is possible as a CEO in a successful business with a family and my kids. I want to be someone who cares for my health and I want to model that for everyone I bring on to my team. I want that to be the model example for my community. I want them to be able to look at me and say, Tanessa can do it and so can I. I know that being well-rested allows me to feel invigorated and take on challenging tasks, something new, something that might be a little daunting. And I want to act as a high performer in all areas of my life. I just don't want a successful business. I want a successful life. And that means my health has to be part of that, right? And let's be real, my health and keeping that at the top of my like keeping my energy a priority and doing these nervous system reset days, it helps me have the energy to stay in shape and exercise and eat well and be at a healthy weight, fit into my clothes the way I want to feel, like feel good, drop unwanted body fat. I want to look in the mirror and be like, yes, yes, I look good. Like I love that feeling, right? So I'm going to give you a list of ideas of things that you could do for your nervous system reset day, okay? And then after that, I'm going to tell you what I do with mine and what I did with my most recent one. So you could do a day that is technology free. Ooh, that's a good one. I love doing that. I actually have one tech free day every week. Um, I do take phone calls and, you know, if my mom texts me or something like that, and I do read on a Kindle and music, I mean, okay, so it's not totally tech free, but I, maybe I mean like non-essential tech, like maybe social media free or computer free or movie or TV free. You know what I'm talking about? Like the kinds that feel more draining than restorative. You could spend the day outside. You could go on a long walk. You could do some non-sleep deep rest. Like if you just go on to YouTube and Google that um, or look up yoga nidra, that is a great way to restore. You could do yoga or breathing, meditation at home, spa treatments, reading, writing, playing an instrument, working in the yard, watching movies, um, playing, oh, like I told you, playing in music. Good music in the morning, that guitar music really helps me feel good. I have a client that just um, started playing golf again as something that she likes to do. 
So how to do this? Just set aside a day. Maybe it's a weekend day. You should be giving yourself weekend days or maybe at least one day a week or half of one day a week that is devoted to feeling good and fun, right? Go to a pumpkin patch. Um, go and do a walk through one of those fields that if it's summertime, you know, those tulip festivals and stuff like that. Just, just explore your city. Do something fun. Get out of the house. Go play tennis. You know what I mean? Like stuff that feels different. A couple of hours to focus on feeling like a human again. Be present. Feel restored. Let your heart rate drop while you are resting instead of being so lean forward all the time, right? I mean, my aura ring calls this restorative time. And it, it actually calls, it says when the heart rate is at its low point and your hands are warm, and that is when your body is actually restoring during the day and it contributes to great sleep at night and high energy levels the next day. Love it. So let's go through my most recent nervous system reset days. Honestly, you can steal the whole thing if you want or take bits and pieces. Um, this day actually came right after that whole incident about the screaming baby in the car and the stuck behind two trains and the grocery shopping trip from hell. Um, this is the exact day I timed it so that I could teach it to you and show you. This day I spent an hour and 45 minutes in restorative time according to my ring. So I woke up at 5.30. Well, this is the day I actually was up at 4 a.m. So I was reading and then at 5.30 a.m. I woke up my baby and I cuddled her. I looked at her beautiful blue eyes. I tickled her toes. I kissed all over her face. I ah, I just soaked her in being a present. I find sometimes that it's really easy to like stay distracted during feeding her and stuff like that during the day. So this time I just wanted to soak in her tininess. She's four months old now. Then at six o'clock, um, I was reading my book and hanging out with my husband. He's in a mastermind right now and was on one of his calls. So at 6 a.m. I hung out with him all the way till 8.30. My baby slept. I was reading. It was great. It just felt like loose time. At 8.30, I put on that classic guitar music. I told you I set the vibe. I had breakfast with my girls and it was great. I had eggs and I had a yummy smoothie and I had coffee. It was so good. Then after that, my husband and I sat down. We are learning Spanish right now. And I did some of our, we did about 20 minutes of Spanish lessons together. We got ready for the day. And then at 1030, we took our two girls out for, we did three laps around the local lake in the sunshine with the girls. It was gorgeous. We went to the park after, just soaking in nature, looking at the beautiful views. We talked about our goals and our dreams, and we spent time being in gratitude and what I call the gain. So I read a book recently called The Gap and the Gain. And if you basically think about where you started, where you your ultimate goal is with your next, maybe it's your business or your financials or whatever it is like that. And then there's where you are somewhere in the between, right? I want to be spending time appreciating how far I have come since the beginning and not only focusing on how far I have to go, right? How far I have to go from where I am is called the gap. How far I've come from the beginning is called the gain, right? So we spent intentional time in the game being like, wow, look what we have created over the last year. Isn't this insane? Look what's happened to my business. Look at these beautiful girls we have. So we did that on this beautiful two hour walk. 1230, we came home. I had my favorite lunch, taco salad. Love it. Girls went down for a nap at 1.30. I read 
I wrote in my journal. I spent some time picking out the next book I was going to read, which I love that browsing the website Goodreads, feeling, you know, what might be a good next fit. I sat in the sun. At three o'clock, I had a short 18 minute nap, a power nap until 3.30. It was luxurious. And then we woke the girls up. I had a workout at four o'clock. I forget what I worked out that day, but it's usually either like a spin or an upper body or a lower body strength day. At five o'clock, my sister came and visited. We had dinner together. We went for our nightly neighborhood walk, and I love seeing my sister. It's just connection time, family time. Keep in mind, my phone has been away all day, right? At seven o'clock, we put fresh sheets on the bed. I had a warm shower, got clean pajamas. Like, that is such a vibe to me as well. We read the girls' stories at 7.30. At eight to nine, I dove into the new book I was reading for an hour and I fell asleep early by nine o'clock. So that is what an entire day of a nervous system reset looked like for me. If you don't have a full day, that's okay. Just start with an hour. Just start with 30 minutes. Start with two hours. Meet yourself where you are. But notice I did this in the constraints of a weekend day, meaning I had my girls with me all day, but a lot of what I look at is how can I enjoy them? How can I include them in a way that restores me and I get to spend time with them, right? And the cool thing was, is I woke up the next day with a heart rate variability, HRV, that's your body stress score, of 88. Remember, it was in the 60s the day before, and I had a significant jump. I had a 33% jump in... HRV because I had an amazing sleep. I felt completely reset at the end of that day. My body was in peak condition and I spent that whole next day on fire with creativity, creating my next program. And that is something like I said, that's going to be coming out later, but this is how I spent my nervous system reset day. So I hope if you take away anything from this podcast, it's this number one, consider starting to do this process proactively instead of reactively. Number two, you do not have to do a full nervous system reset day. It can be a nervous system reset hour or break between calls. Maybe it's five minutes and you just sit there and you just, you breathe. Or maybe you do build it into a day. You grab some of the things that you loved that I did and take your own. And I hope the other thing that you really take from this is that you do not have to feel guilty. This is your permission to rest, permission to take time for yourself that does not have to be productive. Because at the end of the day, if we are allowing ourselves that proactive time to take care of ourselves, guess what? We continue showing up with fire in our business. We continue feeling energized. We continue making time for the things that matter outside of our business and inside of our business. All of this makes you a healthier CEO. All of this contributes to you becoming limitless. The whole point of this podcast. So two things I want you to do. If you loved this episode, can you please share it with a friend or post it on your Instagram story and tag me at Tanessa Shears. Let me know when you're doing your own nervous system reset day or block or hour. I want to know what you're included. Don't ever feel like you can't reach out to me on Instagram and say, hey, I just wanted to say hi or here's what I'm doing. I would love to cheer you on. I love talking to you. Do not feel like you're a nuisance. Come and say hi to me on Instagram. I promise I will respond. I'm at Tanessa Shears. You can click the link in the description. The second thing, 
is if you love this idea of a nervous system reset day and you love the idea of being healthy and you have all of these things you want to do, but you can't create a plan with them and bring them to life, well, that is my job. That's what I help clients with every single day. So if you want someone to help you coordinate a beautifully simple plan, bring it to life and monitor it with wearable technology so that you have data, you can tell what's working for you, and you have the coaching and accountability to help you with your consistency and to develop the discipline you need to make this a lifelong journey. If you would love help with that, I just reach out to me on Instagram, say, hey, I need some help. How can you help me? What can we talk about? Or you can go to the link in the description, tanessashears.com forward slash call, book in a consultation with me. It's not a, you have to work with me call. It is a, okay, let's hear about this. Tell me about what, what your program's about. How do you think it could help me? Just think of it as like, a, a session full of ideas and inspiration for you of ways that I could help you. And if anything, you'll just leave with a new take on it, a new mindset, a new way of looking at something. So I would love to see you on my calendar, hit that link, book in a consultation call, and I would love to work with you when I have a spot that opens up in my Becoming Limitless coaching program. All right, you guys have a restorative block of time in your week, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Learn something new in this episode or feel inspired to take action? I'd love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review. Your review will help one more entrepreneur feel healthier, more energized, and focused. If you feel good about helping a friend or a fellow business owner you've never even met, you are my kind of people. I'm excited to help you become limitless in the coming episodes.